Brought to you by The Book Exchange. Use code BX4FINAL4 to save 25% in store or online at bookexchangewv.com. Recorded live in Morgantown, West by God, Virginia, and across the world with your hosts, Kevin Jones, John Flowers, and our lovely co-host, Ashley. This is the Final Forecast Podcast. Yo, welcome to another episode of the Final Forecast with me, your boy, one of your hosts, Jay Flo, super real estate agent, great husband, amazing father. <laughs> What else? Soon to be great financial advisor, the GM of the Best Virginia TBT team, organizer of all Morgantown alumni, raised money for many different charities around the state of West Virginia. I keep going, but I won't. Dave's mocking me. It's me, Jay Flo. Got a real interesting show today. Got my lovely co-host Ash. That's me. Kevin Jones is at practice. He's in Japan. I'm really kind of pissed off that he's missing this show today. Because mm-hmm. now he's a social media cleanse too, so he has no idea what's going on. Ooh, he's in for a treat. Last time we had a controversial show, I was you know we could split the blank fifty fifty, right? Now it's just it's all <laughs> me. This will be flows fuck up. <laughs> But I did bring in my guy, big bro, Jared, not to be confused with Jerry. No, sir. Jared, Big Shot West is here today. Yes. Glad to be be here, ready to get after it a little bit. Let me, t- let me tell you, I went out to dinner with this guy uh, for New Year's Eve, and we couldn't even enjoy the meal because everybody stopped to speak to one of us. Really? It was one of us. It's not who you think it would be, you know, with me with all my accolades and everything I just named off. <laughs> Jared's the people's man, you know? Everybody loves him. That's it. No, like, seriously, though. Like, it, it was crazy. You would have thought I was eating with Coach Hugs. Right? <laughs> I told you, he's the man of the people. It was amazing. Like, I was. What, what do you attest to that, Jared? You just been around so long? Just you won't leave? Well, only all, that's some of that. Some of that. <laughs> been been here for 20, 20 plus years and been training kids and coaching. Mm-hmm. But only one of us made a, a shot at the buzzer to get to the Sweet Sixteen. Mm-hmm. I know you was all part of a team, but you was kind of a nobody. You was just kind of a role a role guy. Oh, that's good wild. Guy. That's why one of us kind of made a shot. So true, yeah. true. That's what's yeah. up. I mean, I kind of you know locked up uh, John Wall, Kemba Walker. You know, Norris Cole. Ooh. Uh, 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 you know, the list goes on, man. The list goes on. I, I kind of I played the one through five. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, I, let, let me one up you and be like, I kind of strapped Allen Iverson. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't strap Ray Allen or Kerry Kittles. But, I mean, you, two you, future Hall of Famers. You what do you mean? What, what, what's kind of strap? What does that look like? I don't even know what that looks he, like. He, I held him below his average. All right, he averaged 30, and you held him to 29. That ain't nothing. 20, 22, and 11 of those was free throws. 
Oh, so no. you was so you was following the hell out of him. That's what you saying. No, I would no, not me. I uh uh-uh. the guys <laughs> tried to guard him before. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I was a lockdown defender. Lockdown. Oh, okay. What you been up to though, Jerry? Everything good? Everything good. Uh coaching, training, being a dad, you know. Uh, my, my my younger boys are getting older. Uh, little Jared's playing in Greece now. Nice. Uh, having doing a good, having a, a pretty good successful first year overseas. And mm-hmm. uh, my youngest son Jaden was playing in a prep school, but he just committed to play basketball at Fairmont State last week. So he's nice. excited about that. And you know, so me and the wife kind of transitioning into a different phase of life as it pertains to what's the next step. Mm. But um, b- basketball is, is always ready to be talked about, especially as it pertains to the to the alumni. So ready to get after. Yeah, I would I would love to talk to you about that 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 next phase thing. You know what I mean? Like with the wife. He's gonna try to sell you a house, Jared. That's what's going on. <laughs> Not, we can talk about that too. We can talk about it. I mean, cause we we kind of in the same position. You know what I'm saying? I'm going through a little phase with the, my my career change and. Just a whole different lifestyle, you know what I mean. So I'm, I just wonder how you deal deal with stuff like that, you know what I mean. So we'll we'll, we'll talk though. Yo, yeah, you young in the game. You 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 real young in the game on that. You got yeah. <laughs> so we definitely need to talk about that. Ash about to get married, so she's she's pregnant. <laughs> oh, oh my god! <laughs> Congratulations. Enough. No, no, there's none of that. Oh, none okay. of <laughs> they like to fuck with me. She, she is engaged, though. So she's I am engaged. That's true. Okay. I like uh, to see so- if you're paying attention to the notes on the screen. And two seconds before mm-hmm. John said that, she's like, really? Bringing that rumor back? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I met your girl, uh, Ash Talia. Oh, you? I, she told me. She works at Bloom. Yeah, legal group. Yeah, I met mm-hmm. her. She said you guys are going to do that, that sex podcast together. Not the sex podcast. She wants to do a true crime podcast. Oh, she said this. She said this. She, I'm telling you what she told me. She said that. She said the I'm sex. I'm sure that's exactly what she told you. No, I was like, yeah, you got the voice for it. You should. <laughs> she does have a good voice. She, I'll give her that. She does. But it's true. Big episode today. A lot has happened. First of mm-hmm. all, one of Jared West's favorite players, uh, Jalen Bridges, came back yesterday with Baylor and shocked. Shocked the uh, the West Virginia fans here and everybody here. We, they came in and and beat us. I believe they won by six or seven. Uh yeah, something like that. Late, made some free throws late. Let me see, Ash. Did you did you watch the game, Ash? No. <laughs> I'll be honest, I didn't. Oh, you just because I couldn't bear it. Uh, I couldn't bear it because I kind of knew what was gonna happen, and that's what happened, and that's it. So you're at that point now. And they beat us by five. I mean, um, you were you were like, I can't wait for basketball season. And I know, but John, like the beginning was great. I was happy to watch the games, but ever since we started Big Twelve play, it's just been, oh, it's been tough to watch. Well, I mean, Big Twelve is tough though. You know, it's all. I think all no. all yes. all of the teams are in the like top forty, in the, in, the, mm-hmm. in the nation. So if the tournament started today, all the teams in the Big Twelve would be in the tournament. You know what I mean? Did, so. did you see Flow where they said? The top ten remain. The top ten strengths of schedule, hardest schedules, all were all the top the, the ten teams out of the Big Twelve. Yeah, that's crazy. That's, that's unbelievable. That's good for recruiting, though, because if you tell yeah. a recruit that, you know they're going to want to come here and compete true. against the best talent. So that's that's good. But uh, yeah, yeah, Jer, what, game. Jer, what was your, uh, your your thoughts on the game, man? 
Well, I told, after I texted you last night and told you I thought Baylor was going to win. Um, I thought I just did. I thought with their three with the three guards that they provide, they they had three guys that can go get you twenty. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just don't know if 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 West V is um constructed right now to, to win close games. You know what I'm saying? I don't. Right. I don't, I, you know we. I don't know if everybody knows their roles. Um, I think we're still trying to figure out who our go-to guys are, and the wrong people had the ball at certain times. And until you get that, like Baylor knows where they're, they're getting their offense from Flagler, George, mm-hmm. and Cryer. Everybody else, you got to fend for yourself. I don't know if mm-hmm. WVU kind of knows the pecking order. Um, and then when you throw five new guys on the floor trying to run hugs the system defensively, you see some of the breakdowns. And I just don't know if if um, you know, we're not. It's gonna be rough for us to win close games just because of the, the lack of chemistry. And then, like I said, I just don't know if we have who, who we know where the ball is going at the end of games. And it showed up last night. So, what you you think? Like too much hero ball? Like guys just uh, want, want to be the man when they, it's not the time. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like this here. I I I like I like some of the new guys. I I, I like what what Tucson brings from a leadership gritty standpoint but I think he's looking to score entirely too much I think he shoots a little bit too much and mm-hmm. I think guys like Emmett is not shooting enough now I think part of that is Emmett he's got to be more aggressive but I think coach staff has to do a better job of kind of strong arming him or forcing him to be more aggressive um, you know I like Trey Mitchell a lot I think he's very skilled I think last night they had some some some, some shorties on him he didn't he wasn't aggressive enough once again I think uh, coaches got to do a better job of, of instilling and, and kind of forcing guys to be more aggressive. Um, I just think it's sometimes we got the wrong people shooting too many shots. Like, there's no way in the world Emmett should be shooting seven shots a game mm. and he's shooting 40% from three and he's playing 33 minutes a game. Like, he's mm. got to be more aggressive, you know. But um, that's just that's just what I think, you know. I, I don't, I'm not in practice every day, but I'm just going by what I see. I just think we got to get the, like Emmett. I said, late. Keontae George knew he was going to get the shot for Baylor or, or Flagler. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We knew who was going to get the ball. Yeah. And that's that's what I was saying from the beginning. That like, it's, it just depends on the chemistry of the team, man. If they can all buy into each other and trust each other, it just doesn't seem like they trust each other. You know what I mean? Like, And that's tough, too. Like, Jerry, you're a point guard. If you if you throw it to your big man once or twice and he's turnover because of him, are you going to keep passing his on? Nah. He, nah. Nah. <laughs> He's off the list. Yeah, you know what, I out. mean, I put it like this here. He might get it early, but late in the game, when it's winning time, when it's winning mm-hmm. time, you got to know where to go, where to go with the ball. Yeah. Uh, I think a point guard's most important response, but he's got to have a pulse on the team. Yeah. He's got to know when Stevenson hadn't hadn't got a touch in a minute, or Trey hadn't got a touch in a minute. I just don't think we had. I I, I like what both Keedy and Toussaint bring from a defensive standpoint. Right. But in all honesty, neither one of them are real point guards. They're, yeah. they're smaller mm-hmm. guys that play guard. That don't mean you're a point guard. Yeah, I, right. I wish I wish uh, Tucson did uh, look more to distribute the ball a little bit more. You know what I mean? Because he's fast as hell. He can get in the paint whenever he wants. So if he's just penetrating yeah. pitch, sucking the defense, pause, and then just pass it back out, then he could he could do a lot more than what he's doing. He's playing well, you know what I mean? But he right. could be doing a whole lot more. Like he could actually be leading and running the team, but. 
Right. I'm, I don't, I'm not really sure what goes into that. I don't know if he trusts his other teammates or not. You know what I mean? So I don't, I don't really know. But uh, yeah, is it trust in themselves or trust in other players? That's the question. Because sometimes, like, you can see the looks on their faces where it's like the confidence is gone. Yeah. I, I think. It's well, I, I think as it, as it pertains to Tucson, I think last year at Iowa. Mm-hmm. He he shot one or two shots a game. He he wasn't relied on to, to shoot or score, so he right. so he's found some newfound. I mean he's a, he, he's loving life now because he's playing <laughs> super free, and I think he has played well. But if he's one of our leading scorers, we won't win. Mm-hmm. You know, because, like Stevenson has to get his fifteen. Trey got to get his fifteen. Emmitt's got to get his fifteen. Right. And then the rest, the big guy, even uh, you know, like big boy, big boy's got to get more touches. I, I think Joe's got to look to get in the paint. Keith's got to look to get in the paint and get Emmett a, a, a good look or Stevenson a good look. Yeah. And, and then if you get something on the back end, you know, you got to get yours on the back end. I knew when I played, Damian Owens was going to get 15 shots. Greg Jones was going to get 12 shots. Adrian Pledger was going to get 12 shots. I was going to get my six shots and go shut up and go home. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And guess what? We went to the Sweet 16 because everybody knew their role. Same yeah. thing with right. Flo. Flo knew his job. I was a deep, he was a defensive stopper. Occasionally, I might shoot. I'm here to rebound, defend, set screens, and and that's how you have a successful team. You might not like your role, but are we trying to win or are we try to pacify? Yeah. You know? I, I I I didn't like my role, man. Well, trust I, me, I didn't either. <laughs> 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 nah, but I bought like you said, we bought into our roles. You know right. what I mean for the betterment of the team. And then right. when I went to be a pro. It's night and day, like you know what I mean. Right. Like, you could always show what you could do if you get the opportunity to, you know what I mean, do it. But uh, Eric Stevenson, he needs. I mean, he just got to stay out of foul trouble. That's my that's my guy too, man. Like I said it yesterday. He he started off even if he had, he's one of those players like he can rack off ten points in 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 four minutes. You know what I mean. So I'm never turning my back on him in the game, whether he's shooting bad or not. You know what I mean. So. Right. He just got out of foul trouble and keep his head. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't know what happened to uh, my man Mo, my goo. He's always having. He always has a smile on his face, though. I I don't know what happened to him, but I mean, it seems like. I mean, I, I would love to see him play a little bit more. He he, he shot came in and shot four shots yesterday, two for four. I don't know. I really don't know what's going on, man. Yeah, it's high energy guy too. High energy guy, I like him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what do, you, what do you what do you think about the rest of the season, though, man? Oh, uh, I mean, kind of like what you said. Listen, the, the Big Twelve, the Big Twelve ain't no pump. I mean, it ain't no freebies. I mean, yep. you going to Oklahoma next, and guess what? Oklahoma kind of has WVU's number for the last <laughs> what four or five? I mean, two or three years. Yep. Yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, you going down there you, on paper, it might look like Oklahoma's down, but when you go on the road in conference, you got you got your hands full. Mm-hmm. And if they don't win that one, then they come back and they got some dogs coming the next two here. So, um, and I think with especially with the the, law, the four losses already and how we've lost them, close games and not closing, and now you throw in what happened today, uh, like this Saturday's game is going to be. Yeah. This is the type of game I put like this. This is the type of game that can that can that can make you, or this can be the last straw that kind of open the floodgates, and then you really see the true character of your team. 
right. you go down there and lose and get smacked. And it, so, you know. Yeah, we need that turning point game. We yeah. really need it right now. Today, they WV basketball came out and they got rid of my mask, Coach Coach Larry Harrison, who's been here since my first year here at WV. He came in with hugs. Uh, it's crazy. Ash, you want to read the the press release? Yeah, the press releases the West Virginia University Department of Intercollegiate Athletics has parted ways with men's basketball associate head coach Larry Harrison. Harrison has spent the last 16 seasons on the Mountaineer basketball staff, including the last 13 as associate head coach. He was in his 24th season overall on Huggins coaching staff after spending eight seasons with him in Cincinnati. Since 1989, Harrison was part of a part of 16 bids to the NCAA tournament and three NIT bids. During Harrison's tenure, Cincinnati advanced to the Final Four once back in 92 and Elite Eight twice, 93 and 96. West Virginia won the 2010 Big East Championship and advanced to 10 NCAA tournaments, including the 2010 Final Four and five NCAA Sweet 16s. I want to thank Larry for his years of service to Mountaineer basketball, and I wish him well in his future endeavors, head coach Bob Huggins said. A search for Harrison's replacement will begin immediately. Jerry, you going up for the job? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would to be. I would love to. I would love to be considered to get you know be an assistant. Um, that would be a dream job for me. Mm-hmm. Um, am I going to apply? I might, but I, 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 with the relationships that Hugs has with other people, it would probably be a long shot. Yeah. Um, I think it's always worth a try. True, true. Uh, Man, I, I, I've talked to a few people tonight about it. To be honest with you, it, it will be something that I would love. And I'm not, I, I'm not saying this to toot my own horn. I think I can bring a lot to the program. Mm-hmm. From, all right. All right. I'm just being honest with you, just from a pure. <laughs> listen, there's a lot of people that don't understand basketball that's coaching. I'll just put it like that. Yep. And one thing about me, I'm not a yes sir man. I'm a coach. I ain't gonna bite my tongue. And sometimes when you want some some good things to happen, you need some new juice to come in. Mm-hmm. Who's all, all I care about is winning. That's you know? it. So I don't care about ulterior. You know, and sometimes you, you, you might know. have 20, 20 yes sir men around you, and that might be one of the issues. You need someone to go come in and keep it real and ruffle some feathers. This and is, that's what I do. This is Jared West, who was the head coach of Best Virginia basketball team and started Truck Bryant. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, we can get it we can get into that. And I love truck. I love truck. We can get into that. Nah. But to stay on topic, Coach Harrison, man, it's just I mean, I know he's hurt about it, you know what I mean? It's just the way mm-hmm. that they went about doing that. You know what I mean? It's just kinda not even kind of like it was disrespectful, you know what I mean? In the middle of the season. I could understand that they would have waited till the end of the season. I think he deserves that yeah. just from what he's brought to this school and the time that he put in and the hard work and dedication that he he put into his job. You know what I mean? So well, I let, mean let, let, as a so I'm keep your train of thought. Well, let me finish I, I, my statement, Jared. I know, but I I agree with everything you said. Unless there's more information we don't know, and he did something. Now, if he didn't do anything that we don't know, I totally agree with you. Did. That that goes without saying. Well, I don't you got to say that sometimes. Yeah, you you're right, say you're that. right. My bad. Thanks, big bro. That's why you here, man. See, <laughs> but I don't. Be, I don't believe he did nothing. Cause I mean, me neither. 
you know, it's just his character. He's a stand-up dude, man. He does a lot in this community. Uh, but my, I, I just hate that they did it in the middle of the season. So that's what everyone's asking, you know what I mean? Like, what did he do mm-hmm. <laughs> to deserve this? Now everyone's thinking and, that he did something. Right. And also, who, who made this decision? Because uh, Coach Huggins just talked about this on his weekly radio show. And he said, I don't have a lot to say about it because I wasn't involved as it was being portrayed that I was. So he's making it seem like he didn't really have a whole lot to say in this situation. Hold on, say, say that again, sweetheart. What'd you he s- said, I don't have a lot to say about it, talking about Coach Harrison, mm. because I wasn't as involved as it's being portrayed that I was. This came out today? This came out literally just a few minutes ago. Wow. See, so that, so that, that gives you the insinuation that Something else has may have happened because who else mm-hmm. would be making a decision to fire the coach if it's not the head coach? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So who's behind it? What's the reasoning why? What's going on? What do we know that's happened recently? We know that we haven't been playing well in the Big 12. But again, we've had this discussion just now that it's a, t- it's a tough fucking conference. We know that, number one. Number two, we also know that an article came out. Was that today or yesterday, Dave, about Perez? Uh, the article that he got denied the waiver? Denial. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, he was denied last night, 90 minutes before the game. Okay, so before the game last night, we know that the um, the appeal for Perez was denied by the NCAA. Not saying, I don't want to start rumors or think outside the box, but is it possible that Coach Harrison had something to do with the paperwork that got messed up and or a reasoning why Perez is unable to play? Because it seems awfully funky that that literally happened 24 hours before he got fired. I'm going to go ahead and say that uh, Coach Harrison didn't have anything to do with that because he didn't bring – I don't think he brought Perez in personally. You know what I mean? To stay on topic, I just think that, you know, Harrison deserved – at least let him resign. You know what I mean? Say that Mm -hmm. or or something because he he gave a lot to this program. And a lot of the players were – we're, we're texting me today, like, what the hell, like, what the hell is going on? Like, that's wild. Like, and some some coaches are like, yeah, I wouldn't even take that job. They're probably talking, but they're like, yeah, I, if they offer me that job right now, I wouldn't take it just because of how it's Coach Harrison. It's Coach Harrison's old job, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But if they would have waited until after the season and do it, that, that would make more sense. I don't see them bringing someone else in that could make a bigger change right away. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. but flow, flow. That kind of once again, that kind of that kind of makes it seem like there's some there's some some other stuff brewing. For Coach, right. for Coach Huggins to say he didn't have anything to do with it, mm-hmm. like Larry's this right here, man. Larry runs practice. Larry runs substitutions. So mm-hmm. if, if if that guy's doing all that for you, but you don't have a say so in him being hired and fired, that like that's is something else going on, you know. So. And I don't think it would have anything to do with the transfer because that's all NC like that's NCAA. That that has like, you know. I don't know. Yeah. That's that's kinda that's kinda sketchy. So here's what's interesting. So Mike Casaza wrote an article earlier, well, after it was announced that Harrison was leaving. He was talking about how nothing has happened, but after we lost our third straight home game, uh, to open the conference schedule, Huggins took greater control of the substitutions during the game, which is something his lieutenant ordinarily handled. When the game was over, Huggins said changes were coming 
to playing time and rotations. uh, Spectators who keep an eye on such things and who tell reporters to do the same said Huggins was in charge of who went in and out of games in Wednesday's loss to Baylor. Mm, Okay. Okay. Right? So that's interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, one one thing, if if he hasn't done anything like breaking any rules and they just let him go based off of anything basketball-wise – I'm totally in agreement with Flo. I don't like that because he's been your right-hand man and second in command. You don't mm-hmm. just throw him under – like, you firing him now basically is like you're throwing him under the bus and, like, it's all it's, it's Larry's fault. And I don't like that because now you're not holding yourself accountable and everybody else accountable. Like, it, it's, not, it's not one man, you know, so I don't like – Exactly. You, you can't do that. Right. Especially from someone who you've empowered for 20 years. You just can't throw him under the bus now. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And what's interesting, too, is that earlier in that article, um, they were talking about the post game last night and some of the things that Huggins said. Now, maybe this is what he's talking about, about being portrayed in the media the wrong way. But he said verbatim, we've got a bunch of BSers. They don't really want to be special. They want to hang on. We've got too many guys. Sometimes I have too big of a heart and let guys around who shouldn't be around and try to help them. Probably the same stuff with staff or probably the same with the staff. Now, granted that what he said there at the end was at the tail end. We could read into it. Yeah, Maybe not. Yeah. We don't want to, we don't want to speculate. And, and this is definitely not. This all just sucks because like for me, we're all family. You know what I mean? We all came in together with hugs. Mm-hmm. It was sad when coach Martin left. Uh, and now coach Harrison's gone and, you don't want to – it's like you don't want to see the family break apart. And not like this, for sure. You right. know what I mean? We, we all want right. to go out on some high notes at least. You know, we did a lot of good things here together. So, mm-hmm. I mean, Coach Coach Martin getting his job, a head coaching job, was amazing. You know what I mean? It's a high note. But this is just – it's sad, man, and I, I, it's unfortunate for sure. Mm-hmm. Nah, I agree. I agree. What, what can a coach realistically do when they're in this position, though, where they're kind of floundering, they know they have the talent, we've seen them do well in the preseason, but what can a coach realistically do now if things haven't changed and there's only a few parameters that have stayed the same? Well, I mean, I, t- listen, we're losing games by one or two possessions. It's one thing that we've been losing about 20 and 30. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's only, it's, I mean, a couple games, make free throws. Two or three games, get a big stop, get a rebound. It's not like the ship is sailing. We just, I mean, look at Baylor. Baylor was 0-3 because they lost two or three games. This mm-hmm. conference, every game is going to be close. Now, yep. if, we, if we had been losing by 20 and 30, that's different. But, like, I don't think there has to be major adjustments. We just got to learn how to finish it. Agreed. I think that seems to be the, the big thing is getting these guys to really – push forward and in clutch moments make those choices and decisions that need to be made and that's pretty much it because like you said even Kansas look at how well Kansas State's doing right now what are they number three right now Mm. I mean it's insane and we kept up with them it's not like they blew us over right I mean well let me let me let me give you a a different side so Mm -hmm. the head assistant from Baylor is now the head coach at Kansas State and Baylor, what, Baylor got their first win last night against WVU. So I was talking to me and my me and little Jared were talking, and mm-hmm. they said that that 
the assistant coach used to do a lot of the inbounds plays, a lot of the coaching. And, you know, so when you when Scott Drew, when you lose your head assistant, now you're 0-3. And, and listen, basketball comes down to one or two, one or two possessions, and that's called mm-hmm. good coaching. You know, mm-hmm. so yep. he, he lost his head assistant. Now he's – this guy's a top-10 program, and he's the new coach at K-State. You know, so – Go ahead, Flo. Mm-hmm. My, my thing is how much – if especially if Hugs didn't okay this and Hugs didn't make this decision, how much is yeah. Hugs gonna rely on a new guy to come in? You know what I mean? Like how much is Hugs gonna lean on a new guy's word on what to do, what should be done, in order for him to help us that much? You know what I mean? So I I just don't see I agree the reasoning well, behind this. The question though is, what if it's someone that he's already familiar with? I mean, they don't know. But they, our, won't be a fi- uh, they won't be familiar with the team as, as Larry was. Yeah. I guess that's, that's true. Because there's a name that's already been thrown out. And I, I mean, whether that's true or not. What name is that? It's speculation. James Long is the name that got thrown out by Mike Casaza. Uh, well. <laughs> I mean, Jared. Okay. Jared, he's going to take our best for Jared. Coach Jared doesn't like him, but I, I like, I love James. That's my. <laughs> All right, let's bring James in. <laughs> This guy. Here we go. I'm a big James Long guy. Don't <laughs> let Flo, don't let Flo stir that pot. Hey, that that actually would be a really good idea, man. For James, that'd I be mean, that'd be great for James, and he does know the guys, and he's more relatable. He's one more like relatable coach. You know what I mean? Like he's someone that right. is able to relate to the players. He's been there. He knows the system. He knows what hugs expect. So yeah, that that wouldn't be. I'm not. I'm not opposed to that at all, man. I, I love James Long as a coach. As long as the summer is free, you know. Way better. James Long wouldn't <laughs> start Chuck Bryant at the point. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> oh, this guy. Oh, Shout out to Chuck. Hey. Shout out to Chuck. That's my guy, man. Shout out Trump. to Chuck. We all love Chuck. Except <laughs> when he's funny. running the point and we're trying to win 100. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, nah, but I, 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 I think James would be a good hire. I think he'd be a good hire. I've heard uh, Demar Johnson too, one of uh, those guys from Cincinnati. I think he's a GA of Cincinnati right now. Mm-hmm. See, I think that would be a hard sell to come in midseason. Agreed. Though. Yep. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And that's what I'm saying. James Long would make sense from a bunch of different perspectives. Um, in that, se- but then again, who knows? Who who's Here's where we're at. Who's making the real decisions here? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if there's somebody in the background that we don't know know about that's making these decisions. Um, yeah, so it's it's interesting. I have one interesting name. Okay. Um, he was a potential uh, AD candidate. He's freshly mm-hmm. retired. He's available. He uh, hangs out with the guys like a creepy old man that won't let go. Is he handsome? He's very familiar with them. Is he, he knows their offices because he lurks in the in the place all the time. Is he um, handsome? I can't speak to that. Sources can't confirm or deny that. But uh, Jonathan Flowers. Oh yeah, he's yeah. <laughs> I'm one of those. No- I'm one of those. The worst coach ever. <laughs> <laughs> That's this wild. guy is so flop, flipsy flopsy. He's not decisive. <laughs> he, he 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 wants to make everybody happy. Boy, he'd be a bad coach. But go ahead, Flo. <laughs> That's crazy. Sell yourself. That's Here wild. we go. I'm not even trying to sell myself. I, I, for me, that wouldn't be a, a. That's one of those jobs I wouldn't take just because of how Coach Harris, how 
Yeah. Who came? Who 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 had the job before? I wouldn't even. I'll wait until the next opportunity. But I I am I mean I am going to be a good coach. I'm gonna coach my daughter's team. You know what I mean? It's about having fun, man. Yeah, that's and, the type of job you should get. Elevate yeah, like Pee Wee. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. How, how many how many states? How was you guys, Jay West? One. Really? Yeah. <laughs> For real? Yeah. Oh, that's a uh, little Jerry one one. You, yeah. you riding on your son's coattails. Yeah, that's hey. crazy. <laughs> hey, <laughs> that's I, I, I'm at a school that got a hundred students. Yeah. Oh, now we got excuses. Nah, no excuses. Uh, I just give facts. Sound like an excuse, <laughs> but it's cool. Jared, I will. I actually would like to see you uh, at the higher ranks, man. I think oh. you can recruit. You got an eye for a recruiter. Oh, you know, yeah. You, 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 you're relatable to the players. You got your faith, too. You know, you could teach these kids how to be men. You know what I mean? Life lessons. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah. So, I, I would like to see you. I ain't going to bash you like you bash me. You know, I'm going to take – well, President, President Ob <laughs> Barack Obama said when they go low, you go high, man. I'm going to go yeah, high. You're right. Take the high road. No, you, you're, you're, you're a great – you're like – No, 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 no. You come to practice and pump everybody up. Yeah. <laughs> Coach Han, dude. Yeah. You're, you're a good hype man. That's exactly good. Coach Han, uh, shout out to Coach Han, man. He changed my hey, whole John. jump. My, changed my whole jump shot around, man. I, I appreciate you, Coach Han. Thanks, man. I, I'm a big Coach Han. I like Coach Han. He, he's funny. Great guy. And this Coach Han's here now. We got him on now. What's up, man? What's up, Coach? What's up, John? I'm at the truck stop again. <laughs> <laughs> You say I just like him too. What do you mean, just like him? <laughs> Listen, hey, Flo, on a serious I note. To say. So when you, so now that you, it's funny. Now that you mentioned James, that may he may, it kind of makes sense though. Okay. Because yeah, he had, you know, he was doing well at Tech. You give it, you you quit, you stop that job, and go. Now you're training, but that you're training, you can you can come and go. So there may, right. there may have been some communication as it pertains to, hey, I'm to see how this season goes, and if if it's not, mm -hmm. I might come calling. So I yeah. mean, that James, makes a little sense. James didn't want to get out of coaching; he just saw an opportunity to, you know, expand and keep working and, and train kids and train players and stuff. But he 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 didn't want to get out of coaching, so he's trying to get back into coaching as well. Um, well, it works because he could literally be here tomorrow if that's the case. Yeah. But there's a, I think if there's an interview process, he should definitely be interviewed. They shouldn't do do him like they did me. Don't even call me. Don't text. <laughs> no no type of communication. You know what I mean about the AD Why job? Why would they? They didn't even, oh they didn't even reach out. <laughs> this is they the didn't. true tragedy of this year is how you've been treated. It's <laughs> the real problem this year. Yeah, man. And they still doing the Kroger shopping cart shootout. <laughs> That's one of Jerry, your pet peeves, ain't it? Jerry, you know about that? <laughs> I, I saw I, I saw some communication about it, oh, and I God. see it at every game. So, are you tired of seeing it? Uh, I mean, it's, it's baby food. It gives you an easy chance to get a win. So, I mean, they gotta, you know, just do something else. What, what John, about the fans? I have, I have inside info about that whole thing, John. Okay, you, you put tell. out a video with an idea for uh, athletics and the people to put on that stuff on Instagram a few weeks ago. And it has been forwarded to the people at athletics by someone and they're considering it. Now what if they oh. what if they allow me to host it? The new shopping cart shootout. Nobody wants you, John. 
Everybody wants me. Everybody. Actually, John is entertaining as hell. Let's keep it real. Yes, you should have seen him karaoke the other night. He put on a, he <laughs> Wait, put on what? a show. <laughs> what was his go-to, Jared? Oh, what was his go-to? Go no, there's no go-to. Yeah, he said, he said yeah, uh, one, one more time. He sang, um, <laughs> he, he sang one of the worst Outkast songs, the worst Outkast karaoke song, song ever, but definitely right. entertaining. Uh, one more time, Daft Punk. Daft Punk. I think that's what it is. Daft mm-hmm, Punk. That is who it is. Yes. That many you wouldn't, words to that. You wouldn't expect me to be listening to that stuff, dance man. For free. Yeah, that's one it. One more time. Yeah. Yeah. He, had the mo- t- he had the moves to go along with it too. Now, now, <laughs> now why wouldn't they do that at the games at halftime? At least, you know what I mean. Like, it gets people hyped up. I'm gonna send that. I'm gonna forward that. Turn off. There's way better Daft Punk songs than that one. Is it? Yes. What name it? Around the world is the only one I can remember. There's a bunch of Daft Punk songs. Stronger, well, hang on, let me stronger, bigger, myself. faster. Somebody That's come a good one. She's but that was actually like Kanye that did that. <laughs> it's, a, it's a Daft Punk song that Kanye turned into his song. Yep. So Kanye. But actually, technically, they have a version of their own too. But yeah, yeah. harder, better, faster, stronger. One, um, one more time is hands. One more time. One more time is hands down the best Daft Punk song. One know. more time to get lucky. There's that one. Uh, that's no. Pharrell. You could wear a big hat. Mm-hmm. Nah. And then most of their older stuff was just digital stuff. Like it was, there was no lyrics. Jared, what's your go-to fun. karaoke song? Oh, <laughs> this is the question. stuff people are coming to the podcast for tonight. <laughs> See, I'm kind of, yes. I'm kind of old school, so I might hit you with some, with some boys to men or something, or then we yes. might pop into some, some juvenile and oh my drop it like it's hot or some Master P or you oh, know you, what you drop. I'm not mad at you. It. Drop it like I'm it's hot, mad. huh, Jared? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Jared dropping it like it's hot. That's crazy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm a, I'm a down south, dirty south. I'm down south, so I, I like a little, a little, a little hype music. Yeah. He's out there. Let him say, oh, yeah, na 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 na. Yeah. <laughs> I really wish your uh, camera was on to capture that, Ash. <laughs> <laughs> sure, it was entertaining. John should just do that tequila song, so he just goes da 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 tequila, and that's it. <laughs> So next song we're gonna, I mean next hot time out at WVU. I'm gonna do one more time. Me and Valor are gonna run out there. I'm gonna get an, <laughs> int- I'm gonna get an introduction. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back, John Flowers. And then they're gonna put that on. I'll get everybody fired up. We'll get them fired up. Get them fired up now. <laughs> and I bet I, I bet we'll win. I bet when we stop doing the shopping cart shootout, we'll win again. <laughs> That's what it is. It's boring halftime entertainment that is ruining our fucking season. Hey, you. Thanks for listening. You've got excellent taste. Be sure to tell your friends about us, too. But back to the, the Baylor game last night. JB, Jalen Bridges came mm-hmm. back. Got a, a, a warm welcome from the crowd. <laughs> they were rough on him. Were they? Were they? Were they? It says crowd atmosphere. Yeah. F you, Jalen. Mm. And it was probably heard on TV. I'm sure. But oh, he, definitely heard. He but had. But, but but I mean that's what's supposed to happen. I mean that's home. True. That's home. Yeah. Some people come back to a warm welcome. I, I would have if I would have left and came back here, man. They would have. Man, no. they would have been standing ovation. You know what I mean? <laughs> 
you're not if you're on a team. That's what you think. (laughs) (laughs) Not if you're on a team that's in our conference. Standing ovation, man. It's J Flow, baby. (laughs) And be like, fuck you, John. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, I know. J Flow can suck a dick. (laughs) Uh That's what I'd be shouting. Just kidding. So he had a, he, he responded, he had a double double. Yeah, he did. Jared, Jay West, what you think, man? What do I think about what? How how JB, JB. performed in his debut back in? I think JB. Time. I think JB did what JB does. JB is a very good role player. He uh, went to the glass hard. You know, made some big free throws. Um, I think, and since we're gonna talk about the elephant in the room, <laughs> the issue with I think with JB and the crowd. I don't think that most people who understand basketball would have been upset with him transferring if it were for some of the things he said or insinuated. Right. I, th- I think if he would have said, hey, I'm going to Baylor because um, they, you know, they have good guard play. I want to be able to be a 3 and D and space the floor and work on some things that I might be able to do if I get to the NBA. They, they will put right. me in a situation where I'll, I'll be more comfortable if I'll to get to the NBA. He didn't say that. He, he he insinuated like, you know, he wanted to have more opportunities with the ball in his hands or to create or I'm a shooting guard. Like, that because he's playing the same role at Baylor that he did at WVU. He, I think, he's a I think, for, hold up. He yeah. doesn't have the ball in his hands as much. Yeah. But I think he was, I think he was tra- saying that he was trying to uh, develop his game more at Baylor. I think he had a better opportunity to develop his game individually more at Baylor than he did here because he was playing out of position at WVU. No, because he had to. But, but he's playing he's playing out of position there. I mean, he's playing the four, he's playing the exact same position. What he's do you playing, mean? He played um, the four at WVU, he's playing the four at Baylor. So what is Jalen's natural position? Jalen in my and he's a he's a three and D. He's a spot up small forward or a stretch four. I wish he would embrace that four position. I wish he would, cause he can. No four man can guard him. He's he's quicker than most four man, so he could take him off the dribble, and then he's still quick enough to guard guards, and he can make that three point shot. He's not really showing it this year yet, but we know he's capable of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I just want I want to see him catch the ball and face it to the basket with some confidence, and and make a play. You, know, oh, you wanted to see, you wanted to do all this between the legs, behind the oh, back, cone listen, drills, pump bro, and all this. Come listen, on, man. Show keep, jazz, it, keep it simple. Show jab series, attack closeouts. Uh, you know, just, I mean, you know, one-two quick, one-two pull-up jump shot, some type of hezzy game to get to the paint. He's got to show um, a part of a, of a skill set. Most of Jalen's success has come running the floor, cutting off of people, offensive rebounding, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. But when you, like I said, when you insinuate other things, then that's when you get the criticism. You know? oh, so, right. I didn't hear. And him it felt very that. troll-like too. Like he's, it felt like he was like trolling people. Oh, he put, after the fact. He put out uh, some tweets today. Oh, did? <laughs> oh, did he? Yeah, he put out some tweets today, man. What did he say? No, I, I was happy that he through, He made some free throws. They, you know, uh, he, he played well. <gasps> played well. He did hard. Played well. Mm. That's that's the uh, so he put out a, a picture of the Coliseum last night with a W and a, a salute emoji. 
So he's and showing, then with "Take that, Me Home, Country Roads" by John Denver. That's after everybody. Oh, they pl- oh, and "Take Me Home." Wow, but that's mm-hmm. after everyone was screaming "F you, Jalen" all night. So I can't even be mad at that. You know what I mean? But see, I, I think he should take the high road. Exactly. Like, he, and yeah. What, what, is he, what, what does he expect everybody else to, to say or to do? I'm not mad. I'm not. I'm not. I respect you know. your opinion, Jerry. But why he gotta take the high road? Like why? Why does he have to take the high road? It looks bad on him, honestly. But no, I'm saying take the high, because I put it like this: he came, to, he came to WVU as home state, and they opened his arms. He started, and he had a lot of opportunities, and he chose to leave. So people, when you leave home, people they were hurt, mm. you know. And so guess what? When you come back, they're gonna say some things, and then how he left and what he said and insinuated. I think he just could have taken the high road. Everybody, what's crazy is everybody that was riding for JB uh, when he was here still riding for him now. Wearing Baylor, there's, <laughs> he had uh, no, I, yes, 20 that, people at the games wearing Baylor, everything. You know what I mean? So I he know who's in his corner. His He's supposed he, to. He know who's in his corner. You know what I mean? That's all that matter. If you, if I come in your arena and you yelling "fu flowers at me like at Pitt after the game, <laughs> I'm going to talk my shit. I'm talking my shit. I'm going to say what I need to be saying. I ain't got to take. Why? Why I got to take the high road? You take the high road. That's that's, (laughs) that's different, though, Flo. Listen, listen, I talked to Jalen two weeks ago. Me and Jalen text very, very frequently. Mm -hmm. You know, I I texted him two weeks ago. We talked. Shoot the ball with confidence. I've known Jalen since he's a little kid. You know, we're we're family friends. So I I Mm -hmm. love Jalen Bridges. I love Corey, his, his family. His granddad. So you know, when I talk to him, I talk to him as if I'm talking to my to my son or or nephew. You know, when but you so you know how it is when you say stuff and insinuate things going out. Guess what? You yeah. rub people the wrong way. But you are you yep. are a professional. Rub people the wrong way. That's what yeah. you do. <laughs> yeah, I probably good. yeah, I probably you know stir the pot. With yeah, and that's why exactly. he's never getting that ad interview. <laughs> Nope. But I mean, I just wanted him to have his side. You know what I mean? It's a lot of people that leave here and don't get this share their side. But we'll never do that again with anybody. Yeah. <laughs> There's only one thing that comes close to the experience of singing country roads together after a mountaineer win at home, and that's telling your friends and family about our show. While you're at it, tell them to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Final Forecast Two. Let's pop it up like Jay West in college, man. Uh, oh! Let's <laughs> uh, yeah, another. Jared goes, I didn't wrap it up, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's another episode of the Final Forecast. I mean, to WVU fans, athletic fans, it's been a rough year, man. Let's just hang in there, you know. Let's... let's Let's get through the weather. Uh, Ash, hang in yeah. there. I know it's rough mm. on you. You're not even watching games no more. You know what I mean? Nope. Really wish nope. I had some emotional music. I don't have any emotional music. I was music. Say, this is a rough wrap up. Uh, mm. Shout out to uh, our beautiful co host, Ash. Thanks. Is that, what we, is that what we normally say? <laughs> yeah, sure. Our beautiful co host? That's not lovely. Our lovely co host. Yeah. Our slamming thoughty. 
<laughs> Jay West. I'm say that now. Jay West appreciates you coming on, man. I appreciate the offer. Always, always ready and available to talk hoops. Tell uh, Amber, thank you for allowing you to come on. You know. He's a free bird, John. <laughs> <laughs> Well, now he's now he's free. Now he can do what he wants. That's crazy. Blink twice if if you okay. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, man. Uh, super producer Dave and me, Billy Hahn. <laughs> Appreciate it. Just hang in there, WVU fans. Uh, we'll get the ne- what's the next game? Who we play next? Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Oklahoma Saturday. At, at Oklahoma. Yep. Mm-hmm. That should be a win. I mean, because this... <laughs> things are just <laughs> ruffled up so much. <laughs> this is the worst ending. Like, uh, this is bullshit. <laughs> it is what it is. I, just, I said this should be a win. But I'll wrap it up. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> Peace. Yeah.